Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 701 for the 9th of Cheshvan in a regular year. So I'm sure that you've seen these videos that have been going around for the past few years about common uses for everyday items that you didn't know about. Uh, one that comes to mind for me that I just recently saw was uh, that if you look at an aluminum foil or a saran wrap, or saran wrap box, um, you'll notice that there are actually these two little like indentations on the sides that you can push in to prevent the foil from coming out of the box. So it keeps it in the box nice and tightly. Uh, I'm going to try that out myself because I know I have trouble with keeping the aluminum foil, foil in the box. So there are a lot of these like neat little tricks that we learn throughout our lives. And when we learn these things, we're kind of like, oh, wow, how did I not know this before? And it becomes so obvious to us. There's so much of our lives that we take for granted. I remember watching this documentary a while back about these young men who came in from Sudan uh, into America for the first time. And there were a lot of common everyday items that they didn't know how to use, such as a, like an indoor lamp, like a household lamp, for example, or eating potato chips. They didn't know how to eat potato chips. So it's, you know, throughout our lives, we're constantly learning things. And what's interesting about this learning process is that once we learn whatever it is that we, um, that we didn't know before, the knowledge sort of becomes revealed to us as a way to think about it. And it becomes almost like, wow, how did we, it becomes almost like part of us and, and open and, and we're like, how did we not know this before? It becomes so obvious. I think about this in particular with my handstand practice where uh, with various teachers that I've had, sometimes this one teacher I have, she'll give me these like little tips for my handstands and uh, and it really helps. And all of a sudden, it really helps me get into my handstand. It helps me stay in my handstand. And I'm like, wow, how did I not know this trick before? It's such an, such an obvious trick. So today we're going to be talking about this process. We're going to be talking about the idea of of revelation, of this idea of not knowing something, and then all of a sudden we know it. This otherwise known as like question answer. You know, we have a challenge and then we have a solution. This is this makes up such a big part of our lives. This is, you know, basically what most businesses, entrepreneurship is really founded on. And from a Torah perspective, because this is a Tanya podcast after all, uh, this is really the foundation of the entire Talmud, the entire Gemara, which is something that we've been discussing the past few episodes, if you've been following along. This whole responsa, this question-responsa format that the Gemara is made up of. And then the context of our discussion, we've been talking about this idea that the Ram Mahemna, which is a portion of the Zohar, uh, refers to the uh, the oral law, refers to these laws within the Torah that really do consist of this question-answer kind of thing as being 
from the tree of good and bad. And we've been getting into this really deep discussion about this whole thing as to what does that mean? Because we can't say that the Torah, any part of the Torah is the tree of good and bad because there is no bad in Torah. The Torah is the is the tree of life. Everything within it is good and flourishes and everything like that. But what we've been sort of coming to understand about it all is that when we what we mean by this is that the subject matter of the oral law is good and bad, meaning that the world we live in is a very confusing place that's made up of good and bad. And what we're doing when we study Torah, when we study specifically the Gemara, the oral law, and go through this question answer responsa, is we're sorting through it all. We're sorting through a confusing world, which was the subject of yesterday's portion. So today we're going to be talking about the bad, quote unquote. You know, what is this bad? What is the questions? Where where do these challenges come from? Why are things not just clear? You know, Hashem could have created the world in this way where there are no questions, where we know everything and everything is just, just as it is. So what's the source of this confusion? So uh, to use Kabbalistic or Tanya terminology, as we'll learn, the source of all of these this confusion, the source of all the questions, the challenges, is what's known as klipa which is something that we've spoken about in the Tanya, you know, at, at length in other places. But in brief, the klipa is can be translated to mean a husk or a shell. You know, just like a shell conceals a, uh, a, a nut, the nut that's contained within the shell, or you have like a fruit that has like a like a peel on top, on top of it, like an orange or something that's an inedible. And then inside there's the fruit that we need to get to. So that's what klipos are. Klipos are really the source of everything in the world that's concealed, specifically that conceals godliness, that conceals the truth. So it really is the source of all the confusion in the world can really be boiled down to these klipos. So uh, in terms of our discussion, the source of these questions, the source of these challenges, the things that we don't know is the klipos. And then in the process of studying the Gemara, of going through this, these laws, the reason why it's not just like, you know, quick answer, like you open up the Gemara, it's it's very rarely going to be like there's a question and then the answer and ta-da, now we know what it is. It has to be this process, this grueling back and forth argumentative debate style is because that's the process of sorting through and uncovering what lies underneath the klipas, what what is there underneath it all. Just like Lahavdiel, again, going back to my handstand process, there were so many different tips and tricks and things and, you know, it's a constant learning process, a constant uh, process of uncovering how to do a handstand. It's not a simple thing. So nothing in life is really simple. And that's, you know, that's how Hashem made it that way. So uh, the purpose of this all and the, what we want to get out of this understanding is this idea of of how the, the amazing power that our Torah study has, that when we study the Gemara, when we study these laws, and we get, we engage in this, uh, this back and forth debate kind of pilpul, we call it in Hebrew, it's really doing something very, very deep, very mystical, very um, profound in on an existential level in reality. What we're actually doing is we're, we're revealing the godliness inherent in the world and we're uncovering the truth that's hidden within the klipos. So with that being said, let's get into the text and see how the Alter Rebbe explains this. We're still in this pretty long epistle here, epistle 26 of Igeris HaKodesh. Uh, so 
here we go. So the altar rabbi begins and he says that an intelligent person will take from this a very wondrous thing from this, a very, very wondrous thing that uh, that what is happening in the heavens above through the Iyun and through the Birur Halacha, Pesukah Minagumara, the like the... Um, this study and this um, sorting through process that happens through learning Gemara and through learning the earlier and the later poskim, like the 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 codifiers of the law, the the Rishonim and the Aharonim, um, which before having studied it, it was these things were concealed. So uh, so through doing this, like it's sort of like through you know it's like if you're learning like we're doing this a little bit like in this study of of Tanya, if you think about it, that it's like when you first look at these ideas of the Tanya, it's like it's really confusing to you, right? Like I know for me, that for a lot of times, especially in these more like involved sections of the Tanya, I first look at it and I'm like, what's going on? And it takes a while to really unravel and reveal what's happening there, what's going on. So in the Gemara, even more so, the clarification process of like, if you have sitting there with a Chavrusa and you're sitting and you're debating and you're reading the back and forth of like this rabbi says this and that rabbi says yes. What about this point? What about that point? That whole process that ultimately leads to a deeper revelation through this, this um, this elevates the this ruling of halacha um, out of the klipos that we're, that we're concealing it, that we're hiding it, so that is not known at all. Or maybe it wasn't even understood or maybe it wasn't understood really the real meaning of this. And the reason for this is the secret of the sphera of supernal chokhmah that fell out from out of it different sparks, like different sparks fell from the supernal chokhmah in the klipos in the shvera sekelim, in the breaking of the vessels. And so they are just like we talked about the breaking of the vessels, these sparks fell from the the, the spheras. So the sparks that fell from the sphera of, of chokhmah, they are now, they are found with, hidden within these parts of the Gemara in a way of exile. And the klipas rule over them and hide them um, and hide the, the Torah, the, the Chochmah of the Torah, the wisdom of the Torah, whether uh, from both the higher beings and the lower beings. And so that's when a person studies these laws and they engage in this like back and forth debate, they actually are able to elevate these things and uh, and, and reveal um, the Chochmah out of hiding, out of the Klipos, like take away the Klipos that's hiding them. And then the Ultra Rabbi just concludes and he says that this is, now we can understand that which is written in the Ram Mehemna, that the the kasha, the problematic query, like the challenges that are brought up come from the side of evil. So meaning to say that like whenever there's a challenge to something, like let's say you see something in the Gemara and you see like it says one thing, okay, and then there's a challenge that br that's brought to that. That challenge is coming from the side of evil. evil. In other words, which means that it's it's something that needs to be uncovered. It's something that's it's a blockage that needs to be revealed, that needs to be uncovered. So that's the end of the section. I know that was a lot for today and a lot to think about. But really, again, the main takeaway from it all, which is really a very deep and profound lesson, is that this study of the study of Gemara, the study of Talmudic law, it's not random that it, it's this whole back and forth debate. It's not just like because this like mental exercise and it, it's there to make Jews smart and all that kind of stuff and have. An analytical mind but actually there's a very deep spiritual thing that's going on when that happens where um that process of back and forth debate is actually a clarification a sorting through process of, of extracting the godly sparks the sparks of god's supernal wisdom 
out from being trapped within exile and redeeming them from out of there, uh, which ultimately is going to translate into redeeming the entire world out of exile because that the entire world is founded upon God's Chachmah, upon God's Torah. So that's it for today. And we will continue along these lines tomorrow. And I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzchak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.